Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Travis Kelsey, I think we can safely say, is her boyfriend, superstar, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Because he shows up at all the Kansas City Chief games. If you saw her in Buffalo last Sunday in the suite, that was a rocking place with Travis's brother, who's the center for the Philadelphia Eagles, jumping out of the suite into the crowd shirtless. He'd had a few pops, I guess. So I, uh, I got to thinking, will Taylor Swift be at the Super Bowl? Because a little light went on in the back of my head that said maybe she'd perform there. I know they have the whole thing planned, but it wouldn't be impossible to have that happen. So I thought, well, why don't you take a look and see where the Eras Tour is going to be, Taylor Swift's Eras Tour is going to be, on February the 11th, on Super Bowl day. Well, there's nothing planned. There's nothing on the schedule, which made it interesting to me. But then I saw that on the 10th of February, the day before the Super Bowl, the Eras Tour stops in Tokyo which isn't exactly around the corner from Las Vegas. So uh, I did a little bit of research, and I found that Super Bowl LVIII, will they stop with the Roman numerals, please? I think that's 58, is quite a long flight from Tokyo, although you know she's not going to be flying commercial. She has her own jet. So, okay, I do a little investigating, and I see that the flight from, are you still with me or are you tired? The, the flight from Tokyo, stay with me. The flight from Tokyo to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, if she leaves right after the concert in Tokyo, jumps into the private jet and starts heading for Vegas, it's only 11 hours and 30 minutes in the air. That's a long time. Okay, stay with me. So she goes to the Super Bowl to support her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, in the private jet. But the Eros tour has to continue. When does it continue? She's got a couple of days. It's 16th of February in Melbourne. So how long does it take to fly from Las Vegas to Melbourne? I'm glad you asked. It's 16 hours and 48 minutes. So I'm going, all right, so 16 hours and 48 minutes, 26, 27 hours. That's almost 28 hours in the air in a very short period of time because she can't just fly to Melbourne the day of the concert. She's got to get there sooner for sound checks and rehearsals, right? So <laughs> my question is, what the hell do you do for love? And if those two are in love, we're going to know for sure if Taylor, all the rumors, you can forget about the rumors, we'll know. If Taylor Swift shows up at the Super Bowl, um, that's if the Chiefs win tomorrow. If the Chiefs, that's what we're doing it today. If the Chiefs lose tomorrow, it won't matter. But if they win and they're in the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift is at the Super Bowl, you know it's real love. Let's see what my good friend Eric Alper, thatericalper.com, 
has to say. Eric, 16 times Juno Award winner and nominated six times as Publicist of the Year during Canadian Music Week. If anybody knows entertainers and the entertainment world, it's Eric Alper. Am I out of my mind, Eric? No, um, but you're forgetting one thing, though. Of course. Um, you're, you're forgetting the ability for Taylor Swift to fool everybody in Tokyo and use holograms. No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> no, this is... AI. This is, is, or AI. This is not even a blip in the minute-by-minute details of somebody's life when you are Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters or Taylor Swift or... Cold play. Um, these are just things that you mark down and you have enough money to make it happen. Without question, she is going to be there at the Super Bowl. Um, she's definitely not going to perform. She would never, ever be second to Usher in anything, especially on a world stage. But she will absolutely be there. And I wouldn't be surprised maybe if Travis decides to get down on his knee. And that's a, that's the only. Oh, that's a good that's a good angle. I like that. I like that. That'd be amazing, right? Then they can both go to Disney World and be yeah. done with it. <laughs> hey, listen, but you have to. She has to be in Tokyo in person. She has to be there yeah. in person, right? Yeah, yeah. But Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, like just you know, I, I know that we can get off of Taylor for a second. Uh, Dave Grohl went from Australia, did a show, went to Los Angeles in order to be back. The, the next day at eight o'clock in the morning to not miss his daughter's graduation when she was doing public school. Mm. So when you're that rich and you can control everything except for the weather, you can control um, the flights, the hotels, the, you can have a clear path on the biggest and the most trafficked road and highway. You can do all of that using money. And, uh, yeah, I don't see this to be a problem whatsoever. That's all that tells you how much I have. I get stuck in traffic jams all the time. Now, <laughs> I remember Phil Collins in the 1980s yeah. in one of those uh, world, I think Live it was Aid. a world hunger uh, series. Live, of, and Live Aid. Yeah, and back in the Live Aid. So he performed in London. Yep. Right. And then he yep. flew across the Atlantic. Was that the sequence? And he performed on, in the United States in the same 24 hours. Yeah. On, on a concord. He finished his performance at three at um, three o'clock London time, got on the concord and within a couple of hours was performing almost at the same time in Los Angeles. Uh, so sorry, sorry, in, in Philadelphia, which that helped with the time zones too. So yeah, I mean, you've got the ability to do something like this. It's fun being a rock star when you can do this. You know, yeah. um, there's a lot of uh, events where, um, you know, the minute that a band like U2 or artists like Justin Bieber, um, Shawn Mendes, um, Taylor Swift, the minute that they finish their last song, they don't hang around backstage like they used to. They are immediately whisked away underground by limo with a police escort and on the plane within 45 minutes. Um, I got to, I got to tell you, my, my friend and I saw uh, Bruce Springsteen yeah. in New York, Springsteen on Broadway. And, uh, you know, where he tells his life story and he sings and it was a great performance. When he came out, the, the crowd, the crowd had gone all, all gone outside to see him leave. He stopped the limo and he got up on the sort of the, uh, um, the floor of the limo, leaning on the roof. And he was talking to the people there for about half an hour. Yeah. It was, it was really cool for, to see Where him do that. Where else is he going to go? 
He can be home in 20 minutes. He could yeah. be home in, yeah, in no time. You know, Billy Joel did the same thing. I mean, Billy Joel didn't really want to tour that much, and he still lives. Um, he's got a place in New York. He's got a place in New Jersey. And um, he decided that he was just going to have a residency um, at Madison Square Garden. And it takes him 30 minutes from door to door to get there. He plays in front of 21,000 people and has been on the first um, on the first Monday of every month and has done that by the time that he finishes this residency sometime in the summer, he would have done that 150 times playing to 21,000 people once a month. And uh, that's, you know, but that's a, that's a new kind of of thing that we're being able to do now. Like you can control airports. Now you can do residencies in Las Vegas whenever you want to, or Madison square garden. And so it's definitely a different time for sure. And you know, I, you know, I follow you on X. Uh, AKA Twitter, and you have one of the really the best accounts. It's it's oh, it's it's always fun. I, every day, I mean, I check you every day to see what you've been doing, and uh, and you actually let me know at uh, at at that Eric Alper that Billy Joel has some. New, we're drifting off course here, but uh, Billy Joel has some new music coming out. Yeah, he's got a brand new song. Um, um, that it's his first song in almost 12 years, and he's celebrating it by going out on tour with Stevie Nicks and Sting, and tickets are already, I think, on sale. But he's doing a whole North American tour. Don't shut off the lights. Oh, I have to see that. I have tickets yeah. for. I have tickets. Yeah, for, I mean, this is a guy that said like he 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 wasn't inspired whatsoever to write new music, yeah. and and he was pretty dead fast about it because he was like, I don't need to. I still enjoy playing the old songs. I still love going out on the road when I want to and perform. People seem to still want them. So he was kind of doing this greatest hits era stuff before anybody else was, but he just didn't want to record new music. He was like, what am I going to spend a year in the studio for and have a hundred thousand people listen to it as opposed to the 4 million albums I still sell in my back catalog. <laughs> hey, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the Italian restaurant, right? What's the name of that song? Uh, scene from an Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I heard him say that he was, this was when he was married to Christy Brinkley. He was having dinner at some restaurant in New York City and he'd written the song except for the opening line. He hadn't come up with lyrics. And the waiter came up and said, a bottle of white, a bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rosé instead. And Billy Joel <laughs> said, thank you very much. I don't know if the waiter ever got royalties, but he sure deserved them. No, and that's why you and I are not songwriters, <laughs> is because the waiter would have said that, and we would have said, oh, that's such a cute rhyme, and then be done with that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Eric, can you stay with us a bit longer? Yeah, absolutely. Because I want to talk to you about, I want to go back to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and uh, and, and ask you, how you would handle this. First of all, do you think she'll do it? Do you think she will fly from Tokyo? You already said she'll be at the Super Bowl. So yes, oh, your answer uh, is yes. hundred percent. It's not even, it's not even in my question that she went. So they're deeply in love, right? That, that's, that's your take? He needs to, he needs to marry her. Yeah. This is, this is the only way out for him is marriage. Why do you say that? Because if they break up, you can better believe that he needs to retire because he is going to be harassed every minute of every day oh, for the rest yeah. of his life by Taylor Swift fans. And for fans oh, that are like, yeah. is Taylor Swift not good enough for you? Oh, and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think that it's heading in that direction for sure. Oh, yeah. Forget about the Football Hall of Fame, um, even though he should be a first ballot inductee. Okay, Mr. Alper, you're the publicist. 
<laughs> they have just come to you, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and they've said, we're just listening to you talking to Roy Green. Not likely, but... <laughs> and we, we're getting married in six months, and we want you to handle all the publicity for us over the next six months. First of all, how much do you charge them? Secondly, what do you do? I charge them $1.3 million a month um, because that is going to be probably um, taken up 24-7. But basically, the biggest thing that I think people have to realize is that, yes, there since the beginning of Hollywood, there has always been fake relationships and fake marriages for PR um, strategies. Um, it happened in the 40s and 50s with Hollywood stars. It happened in order to cover up um, gay and lesbian affairs that were going on in the music industry when it was still taboo and in some cases illegal to be in same-sex marriages um, or relationships. And so the basic reality is that if they came to me and said, we want to get married on September the 1st, 2024, my advice would be to go get married privately and secretly sometime in July. And so that if anything happens, if there are 5,000 fans outside of the public venue that you have announced in September, then you know for sure that it won't get ruined because you've already been married. In fact, Taylor Swift has already said that when they actually stepped out for the first time as a couple, they were already dating for weeks and weeks beforehand privately because she said that she just wouldn't be that stupid in order to have the paparazzi ruin their first couple of dates. So she's pretty crafty and they're really, she's got a really smart team around her. So it would basically be, you know, understand what the perception of your relationship is going to be, meaning that um, the fans are going to, acknowledge your relationship as a Hollywood one and as a fairy tale one. So they're always going to relate what's going on in their lives to, you know, to kind of compare it and go, well, if this is love, then maybe I should be deserving better and so forth. But I think basically though, I, I they're definitely, there's no question in my mind that they're going to get married um, in a private ceremony before, uh, before we even realize it. Um, and then have a party later on and invite whoever you want. So it's a done deal. I think it's a done deal. I, I, I don't believe that this relationship, I mean, it is so classic success America, you know, the, the one of the world's most wealthiest entertainers in history marries a star football player who is well on their way to winning a second Super Bowl. It's an all American story. The all the the cheerleader marries the the you know the quarterback tight end. Well, the tight end in this case. In, the, in this case, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. a perfect story that fits neatly into the narrative of that Taylor Swift can do no wrong, and if she ever did wrong. It's erased and scrubbed from social media, so nobody realizes that. So on the 10th of February, when she's playing in Tokyo, this is, again, assuming the Chiefs are going to win tomorrow. If they lose, it won't matter because she can right. – she, she won't be in that much of a rush. Um, but it, it's, it's it maybe it'll just be him going to, to the next concert in Melbourne. But uh, if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, it's a foregone conclusion that Taylor Swift on the 10th of February – will be boarding a helicopter seconds after her concert ends, be flying to, I think it's Narita Airport in, uh, in Tokyo, and off to uh, Las Vegas, 11 hours and 30 minutes on the private jet, having a good sleep, and then seeing her fiancé 
Should we break it here? Are you are you breaking news? <laughs> yeah, her fiance win win uh, win his second. What a football. story, Eric! If this what thing comes story. true and we are right, we need to just play this forever. And if we're wrong, then we delete it from the internet. Yeah, if we're wrong, it'll never be spoken of again. What have you, right. have you ever It'll been? Be just forgotten about. Yeah, right. yeah. forgot about what? Man, are we genius? What, what, forgot about what? Um, have you ever been wrong on anything? Oh, all the time. Yeah. My whole my whole day is trying to figure out what is going to go wrong to make it right so that it doesn't kill anybody or their careers. Oh, there's there's hundreds of songs that I thought were easily number one hits. Um, and stalled at number 47 because of one reason or another. Yeah. Think about how many things have to go right in order to have a box office success. All those names at the end of the credits in a movie, any one of those people could have messed up the entire film and a worldwide company in every major country has okay. to be on target. Eric, Billy Joel's, Billy Joel's pushing you off stage. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go. Thank you, my friend. Thanks so much for joining Thank us. Thanks so much for having me, Roy. We'll talk to you. Yeah, you bet. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.